Welcome to the Bring Your Dreams Alive podcast. Are you ready to bring your dreams alive for real? Check out my Bring Your Dreams Alive audio activations as my gift at meetcoreymichelle.com forward slash gift. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to Bring Your Dreams Alive podcast with me, Corey Michelle. And today I have an extraordinary guest who I met virtually when I first came to Australia as one of the leaders and forward thinkers here in Australia and on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. And I remember when I was introduced to this person that I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing that she is creating because it was very similar to something that had been created and I was a part of in um, Denver, Colorado. And I was like, wow, this is so cool that they have something like this here. And her creation is something that from her own inspiration has contributed to thousands and thousands and quite possibly millions of people we will find out. And we're going to find out her story now. So welcome to the show, Vanessa Finnegan. Thanks so much, Corey, for having me on your show. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so honored to have you. Well, Vanessa Finnegan is an energy facilitator, freelance writer for magazines, and the founder of Holistic Bliss magazine. So that was my reference. We had something very similar in the States that I was a part of in multiple ways that was all about bringing together holistic ways of living, conscious ways of living, alternative ways of living that really opened people's eyes and brought people together in this way of this, this common way of people that were a common way that people were inspired to live. And so that's one of the things that I noticed first when I picked up my the first Holistic Bliss magazine here on the Sunshine Coast. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And it's so beautiful. And it's got all my favorite stuff in it. So we're going to dive in today, Vanessa, and find out what inspired you to create Holistic Bliss. And what has the journey been like? Because you Holistic Bliss is having a birthday, a 14th birthday. So to be in business for 14 years on a project and a creation that was inspired from nothing, it created from nothing, then that takes a lot, right? That is the consciousness that you are and become and what you have to go through. That's what we're going to talk about today. So first question for you, Vanessa, is tell us about the inspiration and what your life was like before Holistic Bliss came through. Yeah, well, I had been working as a psychologist in a number of states in Australia for a few years, and I was a young psychologist. So I remember at the time, you know, people were were sort of saying, oh, no one will talk to you. You're too young. And yet I found my supervision, my two years of supervision, worked in the field and just kept following that inspiration. I, I was so excited to be a psychologist at the time in my early 20s. And and so during that time, I met so many interesting people as I was going through my supervision. And then I started casting the net wider. And so I became really interested in, you know, all of the the self-help books and the the spiritual books and there's a Brandon Bay and you know, all of the books that sort of came into my world at that time. And I, I was just fascinated with the area of holistic wellness. And 
I kept on meeting people with incredible stories, like recovering from uh, life-threatening conditions or situations. So it was really, it was such an incredible time of discovery. And I was sort of integrating as much of those insights and learnings as I could into into what I was doing as well. And then I I started writing for magazines in my late 20s and that was another amazing journey. And I came across, there was a Joseph Campbell video. I think Bill Moyers was the American journalist who was interviewing him and came across these daggy sort of interviews that were done in the 70s or 80s. And, and just listening to Joseph Campbell was a real game changer for me. And you know, he was talking about following your bliss and he would talk about mythology and the lessons from ancient civilizations myth. And so it was just a combination of all those things and the fact that I was freelance writing for magazines as well, where I was like, you know, maybe I could create my own something. I wasn't quite sure what it was going to be. And then it just, yeah, it started as an eight-page magazine the the name came through and it was just everything just seemed to to be all systems go from there so that's um yeah so holistic bliss was born 14 years ago wow so an eight page it started off as an eight page magazine and was it yeah. was it in paper yeah so it was gloss color and it probably looked more like a brochure than a magazine at that time but and I was I was doing pretty much everything myself. You know, I was doing the the design and all of the, I think I even did some of the ads, you know, that were in it. And I was just so excited to discover the whole publishing side of things, you know, working in with, with eco-friendly publishers and, and printers, I, I should say. And yeah, being able to, to eventually grow to then um, hire a designer who took the magazine to the next level. and you know, gradually meet more and more people that were like, can I contribute to this? Oh, I've always wanted to write an article or, you know, I've been doing this for like 20 or 30 years. And so all these people started contacting me and it was just, yeah, an amazing collective energy to be a part of. Mm, I love that. I'm going to point something out right here for everybody. And that is that, you know, you said when you were listening to the Campbell, the Joseph Campbell stuff that he said, follow your bliss, right? And then of course, it's like holistic bliss, like you're following your bliss and your interest in that inspiration. <laughs> and what yeah. you just said was like, people just started to flock to you, right? You sort of magnetized people that wanted to be a part of this. And I think that's key. Like when we're creating, like sometimes when we come from our mind, we think I'm going to do this so that I can make the money or I can do this so I can get the status. I'm going to do this so I can get this external thing. But when we're really following our inspiration and our bliss, that's when things really go pop. Yeah, yeah. And I think you just explained that so perfectly. It, yeah, it, I mean, it's for me, it's sort of like getting the green lights, intuitive green lights too. You know, it's like, oh, maybe we will take it in that direction. Yeah, that feels like I'll go in that direction and I get the green light on it. And yeah, I think you just kind of learn to trust those intuitive followings or hunches. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because if you wouldn't have followed those hunches, then it's like, you. at least I wonder this about my own life is what would I be doing instead <laughs> if I wouldn't have followed those awarenesses that came through? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's very interesting to think about your previous life before you started something that was just a different kind of level of inspiration. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. So now if we just fast forward really quick, we've got Holistic Bliss. What's it? Tell us the stats and, and what the reach is and what is this Holistic Bliss now, 14 years later? Yeah. So, I mean, interestingly enough, we're just in production right now with a new four-page Holistic Bliss news that will actually be delivered to 20,000 homes. That's a new branch of Holistic Bliss. So we've been online primarily for the last two and a half years, which has been just so beautiful, like total ease and grace. And we're also playing with the idea of doing an annual printed magazine as well. But prior to going online, we were printing 11 editions a year. So we we started out as an eight-pager on the Sunshine Coast and then it grew to Gold Coast and Brisbane and then it grew interstate in Australia. And then because so many of the contributors were sharing the magazine, we started to reach people overseas. So uh, then we created our free Holistic Bliss magazine app that was about six or seven years ago, and uh, we've been downloaded in 50 countries. So it's so great to have a national and international audience. And so that that has just continued to expand with the online world being so receptive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that so much. I love that. And so over 14 years, okay, so 14 years is a big chunk of life, right? And we grow so much over 14 years. I'm curious, yeah. like what were some of the the times during this period where it might not have looked like it was going to have success, right? Were there any times where you were like, oh gosh, do we, we're going to have to keep going? Like any of those moments for you? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those industries, I think they call it like, you know, the publishing world's like a cutthroat industry. And so, you know, me sort of being like a healing practitioner in the world of publishing was like, I really sort of questioned the process quite a few times. And then it just, I think more and more, just when you think, okay, maybe this edition's not going to come together or there's people that have pulled out because there's, you know, the floods or there's some major thing going on um, in the world. And and yet every single time it would just come together. And I guess in the in the early years, I will say that I I really had to put a lot of effort in. And I mean, I guess a lot of people will say that when they're creating something from nothing, getting it off the ground can be sort of a lot of work. I was sort of prepared to live off a little bit of my savings and just sort of, you know, live a basic life in order to get things off the ground and and just really give it a good go. But yeah, I think when I when I look back, I didn't realize that in those early years I had no real sense of how energy uh, knowing about energy could actually create more ease and grace with with putting everything together and just everything lining up. So that has been a really interesting journey for me where it just more and more I've been able to just trust sort of the the higher self aspect of me to to just keep going and keep creating in a way that's more ease and grace. Mm-hmm. I love that. So what have you found working with the energy that has 
created ease and grace for you? Well, I I really feel that understanding the principles of energy facilitation uh, can mean that things are moving along in a way that um, doesn't require a lot of effort and pushing things. And, you know, so, and that's, it's an interesting thing when you're in the field of publishing sales deadlines, it's like just actually being able to have some space to tune into myself and really find the, that beautiful peaceful calm to then, you know, create from that space and for things to line up from that space as well. I love what you said there. Trusting your higher self, right? And the energy and facilitating the energy in an industry that is all about push, force, deadlines, right? Being able to move things forward without those, because you're still going to have those pressures, Mm -hmm. right? But still being able to flow within. And it's like how I'm seeing it as you're saying it is, you know, we have the resistance that we feel like we need to push things forward, you know, in general life. And we're like, I need to, because I need to do the thing because of the deadline, because of the money, because of the, whatever the thing is, right. That we have to do this because, or maybe even it's just the external pressure of the deadline, right. Whatever the deadline is, we be a certain way. And what I hear you saying is just the way that you be with all of that facilitates a different energy that allows more ease and grace. Would you say that that's accurate? Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And and it's not to say that you can't do it the other way. It just takes a lot of energy and time and it feels like hard work, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know people that do operate magazines in that way and that's that's a way to do it. I just have found that there's a lot more joy. There's a lot more peace that can be had from actually not getting into the the push and the force and the uh, hard work aspect of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. The hard, and that's really the essence of it is like, if you have the perspective and the way of being that it's going to be hard work, especially on the subconscious level, then it will be hard work. But you have had a different perspective about that right? Which is giving you a different experience of being able to create this whole magazine with, to me, it looks like, and it really is the energy match for putting this particular content out in the world. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people have said, you know, could you do another magazine, you know, in, a, in another genre? And I often wonder you know, I probably couldn't because I, I wouldn't be interested in creating a, a fashion magazine or a, a car magazine. Or, yeah. So it, it, the actual area of holistic well-being and lifestyle is what really lights me up. And I think that joy and curiosity for like, oh, wow, what new products, what new services have come into Australia or been launched in this particular country and yeah, just that discovery I, I find really fascinating. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So it's, I want to be explaining, like pulling, how do, I, how do I say this? I want to pull through like what you're saying on the next level, right? So we're looking at for the, you know, everybody listening, we're looking at this. It's like the way that your consciousness is and in, in just in explaining this, Vanessa, is just like, this is, this is how I be. 
like this angel floating in and saying, I'm going to have it be this way. And <laughs> it's like, ease and grace, ease and grace. And I know that it hasn't always been like that, but, no. <laughs> but what this is sh- showing me, and I just want to exemplify here is that the way of being that your being is creating the ease and grace. And it's really embedded into your subconscious such that it's a natural way that you function. Yes. And it's, it's sometimes hard to put that to words in terms of how to explain what you do or how you, how you do it. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess if other people were to, if they're listening to this thinking, oh, I've always wanted to create a magazine or I, I've always wanted to create a business, then being able to, to cultivate that, that inner connection, whether you call it higher self, infinite self, and learning to trust that and when you get those green lights and when it feels I mean sometimes it feels joyful and sometimes it feels scary and I I also am curious about the times where things are scary it's like oh what's that about maybe there's growth there for me maybe maybe it's moving out of my comfort zone with that particular thing or Mm -hmm. so it's not always about yeah it's not always about oh everything's like rainbows and and lollipops (laughs) It surely isn't. But one of the things that I find in my own growth, but also working with clients is that once you get to a point where this sort of consciousness is normal, you've really released a lot of whatever was there before, right? So it seems normal. It's hard to explain. And it's just like, oh yeah, it wasn't always like that. And I have had growth. And I think that that's one of the ways we know that we've embodied like energetic match to like on the inside and on the outside, right? We're congruent with, with what we're doing is because we sort of forget. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Thank you for explaining that in just hearing you say that it actually is very, uh, it's a good way to describe it. Yeah. And I had a client years ago and we were shifting energies and, and upgrading identities. And she's like, Corey, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if it's working because everything just feels normal now. It's not exciting. And I was like, well, that's because you're now, it's, you're resonant with everything that you have. So there's no difference. So the exciting feels different because you're not quite resonant with it yet, but it's drawing you, it's, it's you're saying, yes, you're going in that direction, so to speak, because it's not really a direction, but you're going there, you're expanding into that. But once you become resonant, it's just normal. And mm. so, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's really good to explain that because a lot of people have these quantum leaps and they're like, yeah, 14 years of the business and this is what we're doing and this is how it works. And you're like, it's just normal, but it's really extraordinary (laughs) for like the you of 14 years ago, right? Yes. Yes. What a different person. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think that's so important just to highlight because we can look at maybe challenges we faced, you know, in creating stuff or the hard parts or the the successes and all of that. But underneath, to go from you being a psychologist, a young psychologist, and not getting a lot of respect out there in the world, I can totally relate to that. And in my 20s as well. And then evolving into being the owner of a global magazine that is different and functioning differently the evolution of you, I'm sure there's many, many, many upgrades along the way, including working with clients and, and advertisers and all the attention you get. 
right? And all the people that want stuff from you because you have this thing and mm-hmm. on and on. I'm sure there's multiple and oh, building a team, right? There's so many different elements that we have to step into that we've never done or been before that require us to dig deep and go, all right, well, here we go. Here's the next challenge presented. And Mm -hmm. here we go. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious for you, like, what are those challenges like in terms of your mindset? Like, how do you take those on? So over the years when I've, I've noticed when I've needed to expand in a different way to create something different, not, you know, it might not be for the magazine. It might be for working with clients or writing articles for magazines. So, and both of those areas I'm, I'm still doing alongside the magazine as well. So I, I, I've noticed that I tend to feel quite uncomfortable before there's a big change. And I used to sort of give myself such a hard time, like, oh, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> no, it's maybe I had the belief it shouldn't be like this. It should just be smooth sailing or just feel comfortable. You know, I don't know where that came from, but so I had learned to really be gentle with myself when I perceive that there is something that's going to change that could be, it's stepping out of that comfort zone. And, you know, it might be, say with this holistic bliss news, you know, where we're going to people's homes for the first time, you know, whereas the the magazine used to be delivered to cafes and day spas and like-minded businesses. And so, yeah, there was a little bit of, I would probably describe it as just feeling a little bit uncomfortable before everything started to move and change and and then everything's just lined up. So so just going with those times rather than fighting those periods of where it doesn't feel so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people would give up at those points. They'd go, oh, this maybe this sort of feels outside my comfort zone or I don't know what it's going to look like or I need to know all the hows and I don't get into a lot of that so much. So I don't get into too much of my head, I guess. I just really go, right, let's keep moving forward with this and it keep really tuning in, I guess, to how how my body's feeling, how, you know, what things I can do to create the shifts to then keep things moving forward. And mm-hmm. the other thing I, I will say too is, you know, there's been things that I've I've had the inspirational idea for and it hasn't come to fruition and and that's okay too. I think in the the life of an entrepreneur, there's many ideas and some of them will come to fruition and others maybe for another time or, yeah, there's no right and wrong, I think, with that. I think not getting into the the self-judgment is important. But also as you're bringing things into fruition, just being aware of any self-doubts because I. I don't really connect with a lot of the self-doubt in these days, you know, with creating something like the the new Holistic Bliss News. It just feels like I get the green light and then deal with any of the uncomfortable feelings and, yeah, being gentle, keep moving forward and, and yeah, just ha- allowing to kind of take on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. You said in the beginning of that, the uncomfortable right before it changes. I have that same experience. 
And I see a lot of people stop when they get uncomfortable, right? And it's really easy to stop when you get uncomfortable. And especially if you're creating something that's unknown, because it's like all of the sort of distraction, addictive sort of things show up. And we're like, well, it's safer if we just hold back instead of really just being that uncomfortable. And the interesting thing I think about that uncomfortable space is that it is the awareness that something is going to change. And it's usually what you've been asking for, right? Mm -hmm. So you talking about that so beautifully, it's like, I'm just willing to be uncomfortable and keep going. And even if you're uncomfortable, it when you go through it, that's where we see the, the most magnificent, beautiful things come through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's joyful, that whole process, really. <laughs> that mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. yeah and I, I think it, it gets, you sort of, you said it, you know, towards the end of uh, what you were just saying of, of, you just sort of know that this, I'm going to get uncomfortable. And then it's, you know, that means something is coming through. This is good. And I don't know how many things that I've created that haven't actually come to fruition or how many ideas or how many things, but some of them really do. And when we just keep going and I think it's, there's a a big thing about the, what you said, the self-judgment and the doubts, if the self-judgment and the doubt is strong in your mind and your, your self-talk is really in the self-judgment and the doubts, that's something to definitely work on to get to the other side where you're like, no, I'm actually going to trust my inspiration. I'm going to just keep going and not everything is going to work out, but some of it will, and it's going to be amazing. Mm. Yes. Yes. So did you have to shift in your own world, some of that self-talk? When I started the magazine, I had a lot of doubt around being in the public eye, mostly. That was quite interesting going from working with clients one-on-one and sort of being quite a reserved kind of sort of shy, quiet sort of person and and then being on page four with my editor's notes, sharing, expressing myself with my photo, you know, it was, um, <laughs> it was quite a jump to, to then be, and, you know, and then being invited to talk at various meetings and podcast shows and being out there. That was probably the biggest process for me to really come out of my shell, really. Mm. And what's that like now for you where thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people and probably more know you? They they see your face, they relate to you. What is that like? Yeah, I mean, there's there's times where it still feels uncomfortable if it's a really, if I'm putting myself out there in a different way. And I think there's always going to be growth with that. and. I think the the whole area of being seen though is quite, it can really block a lot of people up because they think, oh, I've got to be seen. So that means I've got to be on stage and I've got to be traveling around the world and I've, I've got to be like everywhere. And it's like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it's being congruent and in your integrity around what that actually is for you personally. And for me, it's like, I don't feel pulled to do a daily selfie and, and it's cool if people do, but it's, it's just not for me. So yeah. And I think it's knowing, it's probably knowing the difference between what's a fear to be working on and to push through and what actually is, oh, that just doesn't feel congruent or like me to do that particular thing. 
Yeah, that's a really good distinction right there. And it might it might change over time too. So that's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of times it does change. And if we hold on to sort of those identity elements, right, of this who I think I am right now, and then you know, 10, five, 10 years, or even a year later, you might find yourself going, okay, I think, I think I'd like to do that now. And I think mm-hmm. when we're open to even those inspirations that break the mold of our identity, then sometimes we, without the push and without the, I think I need to do this because whatever the reasons are, and it's really coming from that inspiration. And that's where you have growth, right? And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, maybe I would like to do this, right? And I love that. I love that. All right. So you had invited me to be on the cover of Holistic Bliss, August yeah. 2020. And that was right when COVID hit and you went out of the live or the not live, but the paper production and everything. And I was so honored because it was when I saw the Holistic Bliss the first time I was like, I want to be on the cover. So that was a fruition of one of my manifestations was to be on the cover. And I was still so grateful for that experience. Such an an honor for us to have you grace the cover and for Delaney to write your beautiful cover story and the whole whole process of sharing through all of our platforms too. So yeah, it was, that's a joy for us. What I love is that you bring on people and they're not just famous people, like a regular magazine out there. It's like you have to have some sort of status or be famous or whatever their rec- or prerequisites are. And you bring on people, and I'm going to ask you who, like what your parameters are in a second here. But from my perspective, it's like these people that have this bright light and they are doing something that is really amazing in the world, like some sort of contribution. That's what I perceive, at least. How do you pick the people to be featured? Yes, it's an interesting process because I know a lot of people have said, oh, you know, you should have all of these people on the cover and because they're really, like, they're so massively famous. And so I guess with Holistic Bliss, we've, we've had local, national and international people. And the thing that I look for is, are these people shining their light? Are they, am I getting the green light here to move forwards? I, I guess that would probably be the best way once again to describe it. And yeah, and it, it's, I know a lot of advice I've had over the years is, oh, you know, you really should be looking at these particular people that have this level of exposure and fame. And it's not about that. And yet at the same time, I mean, we have had We've had people that are internationally renowned. We've had people that are very high profile as well. So, but I don't make that the only criteria. So we've Mm -hmm. had some beautiful Sunshine Coast people that I don't think are even on social media and they've shared their beautiful story. And it's, it's interesting following up with them a few months later and hearing how it was a contribution to the community. It's not always what has lots of likes on social media, what actually is going on in the community, I think is amazing. And to hear how families' lives have changed and how people have been touched by the story and the person. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. So I think it's the, from what I can see of what you're doing, just even from a spectator perspective is 
you're doing things differently, following your bliss, your awareness, and doing things in a way that really feels and is congruent with your values. And I think that's where we're going in consciousness. And I think you're one of the leaders that is really energetically putting things out there in this way, whether people know it or not, and can say that, that's what I see happening in the world. And when we're that congruent with our values, following our awareness, following the bliss, letting the rest of the stuff go, willing to evolve into who who we need to be to put this, follow this vision, we'll say, follow this inspiration then that's that's our calling, mm. right? As those of us who are, are called to expand our consciousness and to contribute in much bigger ways than we could have ever imagined. What's your take on that? Oh, I, I really, I feel like everyone can be a pioneer of newness because everyone has their own unique contribution and unique energy. So I literally feel like everyone can be pioneers in these times of, collective change and awakening. And that's such an exciting thing for people to go, oh, you know, I, I couldn't do that. But yeah, you actually, this is, these are like perfect times to step into that, that newness and contribute the unique energy. Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. It is the perfect time to follow your bliss. <laughs> So thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. So how can people tune into the magazine? Can you share the link with us? Yes, uh, holisticblissmagazine.com. You can also download the free app um, on iPhone and and Android. And thank you so much, Corey. I think your, your show is really, really special. And it was just really, really joyful for me to be interviewed by you. Thank you. Oh, it is my pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. And I can't wait to invite everybody to come and check out Holistic Bliss and tune into their own bliss. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bring Your Dreams Alive. Now, if you're someone who would like to turn your desires into reality, to know how to create anything at any time, to have energetic self-mastery, to tap into your 5D consciousness and bring those dreams alive, check out my latest webinar where I share all the secrets on how to shift your mindset and your consciousness so that you can confidently bring your dreams alive, even if you've been feeling stuck or blocked. Check it out today at meetcoreymichelle.com forward slash webinar.